must be the season of the witch. Bing, 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 bing. See, I told you I'd do it. You're all welcome. It's our you win. <laughs> bing, 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 boom. Hello, everyone. Welcome back after a long break. This is episode one of season three. Um, If you've just joined, I am Robin at A Tired Witch on Instagram, and I am with the beautiful and lovely Maria the Arcane on Instagram. How are you? <laughs> the lovely and the phlegmy. Lovely. <laughs> Beautiful. Did you see um, and, the little YouTube clip that I made where I refer to you and the, there's like the dog whistle? The woo-hoo! No, I haven't been on Instagram all day, but I'm going to have to check that out. And I'm deeply flattered. <laughs> so just That's so everybody hilarious. knows, because we are back from our little vacation, our end of the year vacation that got extended a little bit because our beautiful queen... Who is not me, the other queen, the woohoo one, was a little sick and she's still a little funny. So we're going to be nice to her today or you're going to catch these hands and nobody wants that. No, we're just going to say that it's sexy. It is. Beautiful. It, it sounds like I am. I've been a smoker for like the past 30 years, but it's fine. How is she it's supposed to live, laugh, sexy. love in these conditions? <laughs> <laughs> oh you will and you'll enjoy it <laughs> it's very hot let me just tell you guys i've already heard it <laughs> it's so hot oh, i don't know it's if so anybody good. expected something more like calm and chill for season three but <laughs> this is not uh, it <laughs> you <were> mistaken <laughs> so mistaken i'm so sorry <laughs> If you have just joined us, this is your first ever Coffee and Cauldrons episode. First of all, welcome. This is the greatest podcast you'll ever listen to. Congratulations for being here. It's completely serious. This Mm. is very serious at all times. Um, (laughs) Secondly, uh, every single week we talk about upcoming lunar phases and how we can use these in our magical practices. These are not astrological forecasts for your zodiac sign. I know that a long time ago I said I was going to stop saying that, but I feel as though I need to continue to say it. So I'm just going to say it now every episode and I'm not going to make promises that I'm going to drop it. I'm not going to drop it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that being said, it is, yeah, it's just a general how to use this moon and or utilize it to the best of your abilities or an option for you to utilize it magically so that being said on january 31st we have got the new moon in aquarius um new moons when they are existing generally (laughs) are all about new beginnings and restarts um any projects that you're working on that are fresh and new new moons are great to utilize for that and this particular mm-hmm. new moon being an aquarius is a very progressive and intelligent new moon we're going to be looking at magic where it is imploring you to kind of think outside the box put yourself in a new perspective and in a new 
mindset, I guess. So mm-hmm. this would be like if you're somebody who has been on the fence about starting something, let's say like meditation, uh, the new moon in Aquarius would be a really good time to start up a project like that. It's also a really good time to use spell work that uh, deals with breaking patterns in our emotions and things that we're super passionate about. So with the start of the new year, I know this is going to sound really cheesy, but maybe you've had some (laughs) resolutions or goals for yourself and you just quite didn't get that head start that you wanted with the, you know, the turn of the year. Um, this would be a really good time to reevaluate those goals and look at them with a what isn't working and what is working for me and create spell work based around that. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> that makes total sense. I like I feel, you know, we had the um Capricorn new moon the last yeah. time. Am I yeah. right? I'm right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So which is all about like setting plans and stuff like that. And I think, you know, the Aquarius, like you get a little bit oh, more creative with those plans. The Capricorn like, you know, new moon is really good for setting the like practical intention. But mm-hmm. if you're not somebody who's like a type A person to begin with, it might not have worked out as well for you as you would have liked. And so take those same goals, reevaluate it with a new perspective. And perhaps you can do some spell work to get that booty and gear for whatever it is that you were working towards. Love it. (laughs) Yay! Yay, Aquarius Moon! So, if you just started listening to us, every podcast we talk about a random tarot card. We go over the universal meaning and then our own interpretations of the cards. Hearing others um, helps beginners form their own opinions, or even those who have been practicing for a while expand their views on other meanings. So, this week we are talking about the Three of Pence. On this, on the Rider Waite Smith version of the deck, you will see three beings in what looks like a church. One of them is definitely a builder or a craftsperson, and they're just like standing on a bench with a chisel to the wall beside them. Their face looks Um, towards the other two who are standing near them they seem to be deep in conversation the other two are holding parchment of which looks like plans for a building or image of something that needs to be built and the universal keywords to this card are teamwork learning and planning so i view the threes in tarot as our foundations we have an idea of where we want to go and now we are working on the actual structure of that plan but first we have to start with the ground the pens themselves are about external goals now on one hand whenever we start a goal most of us reach out to others who may either be more knowledgeable or even just to run ideas by someone that we trust this helps us gain confidence and create those solid foundations to build off of but it's also important to remember that you know you are still the architect of your life and and your goals. So it's great to lean on others. You know, community is important, but it's still up to you to not only do the work, but do it in a way that is actually right for you. And then on the other hand, um, this card can show the need to collaborate with others on a goal you all are working towards. Like, we are wanting to avoid what usually happens with, let's say, 
like school projects when someone does all the work, <laughs> you know, and so fair distribution of tasks is very important here and meaningful conversation to bring any plans or goals to life. Now, like sometimes this card ends up like in a negative position upright. And when that happens, it can definitely show micromanaging, but we, you know, we should all should be careful of that anyways when working along with a team, regardless if it's in a negative position or not, is really easy to really easy to think that we are being helpful when we're just creating more stress and havoc towards our goals. So how do you view this card, Robin dear? I can't believe we're doing this. All right. Are you ready? Are you sat? Are you sitting? Uh, I agree with you entirely. I have, I have no notes. What? No, no. I know. I know. What? I, I we're starting on a high note this season. <laughs> the I, only one. <laughs> I entirely agree with you. Uh, in this card, the only thing I would add <clears throat> is that when I see this card in terms of. Some, so sometimes, you know, people will ask, or at least in my job, people will ask, you know, can you tell me a little bit about this person? And mm-hmm. like the three of pentacles will come up and it's a skilled worker card. So mm-hmm. you could see this card coming up if somebody is a construction worker or, mm-hmm. I don't know, like a skilled laborer of some kind. Um, yeah, like a team player. Yeah, a team, somebody who does stuff. Like, you know, with their hands and oftentimes with other people doing it together. To me, this is a major teamwork card. I think that foundations is a really good way to word it, um, like mm-hmm. like you did. <laughs> uh, but it is Thanks. a teamwork card. And, you know, it's the, the full-on teamwork makes the dream work <laughs> uh, type card. And so, yeah, I, I don't know. I like this card a lot. I like seeing it. Very rarely do I see it come up and I'm like, oh, shit. (laughs) I know, same. It's one of those cards where you're like, oh, this one exists. (laughs) Oh, right. Things can be positive sometimes. I See, but I wonder if it's because we are, like, even though we work together on the podcast, like, we're still our own you know, business yeah. women. Like we're our own well, businesses. Also, like, so we don't really when it comes to our podcast, you and I have very distinct roles in what we mm-hmm. do. And we sometimes ask the other person for input. Um, you know, behind the scenes when it comes to like the Patreon and the podcast. But in general, you and I we're a pretty good even division of labor. Or at least I at least we try to be. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the two of cups and three of cups that represents our relationship <laughs> oh can you kiss me right now because it's working yeah are we about to make out <laughs> you uh, sure i mean i'm ultra phlegmy <laughs> uh jokes on you i'm into snotty girls <laughs> <laughs> right now i just need everyone to know this before we switch segments is i have no shirt on i am hand (laughs) expressing milk and maria is sick and really what i'm trying to say is so sexy we are so sexy this is the sexiest podcast alive and i just need you guys to take that into consideration when we get to the stirring and not stirring segment okay because i don't see any of this changing by the time we get there so <laughs> chaos always oh, chaos God. <laughs> at least we're cute yeah. <laughs> 
So today, Marie and I thought that we would start this season off by talking about some tips that we both have to create or sustain or begin a thriving practice in the new year. I know that seasonal witch season, seasonal witch season. Hello, welcome to the redundancy <laughs> department of redundancy. Um <laughs> My name's Robin, and I'll be your guide. Um, uh, anyway, uh, we thought we would talk about different ways to just help create yourself a thriving practice in the new year now that witch season is behind us and the new year has begun. So that mm-hmm. being said, Maria, what is your biggest tip? So I actually have a lot to say about this subject. <laughs> but we'll go through each (laughs) but um (laughs) so I think you know we we all have like a really like especially if you're listening to this podcast most likely that you know you're on social media and all that and I think a lot of our community right now is going through this phase of looking at social media and like juggling you know handling our relationship with it so it's a lot healthier but I think spending less time on social media is a great idea especially for like newer witches who are just like setting up their practice I think it's like really easy to get wrapped up in what everyone says and is doing so many witches on these apps like try to push this like one size fits all approach to practicing even if it's like on accident you know because it's what works best for them or it is something they heard someone else try on the internet and it's all like they know and I think like that can breed like such a toxic environment for witches for witches practice especially if they haven't found like their groove yet Mm -hmm. and you know we just have we have fads just like any other community and it is only heightened in the age of like social media so like following the crowd instead of doing what is act what actually resonates you know for you can definitely like set someone up for failure yeah you You know i have something to piggyback on that and that is about the trends thing this is something that i've noticed i noticed it i started noticing it about a month ago maybe Mm -hmm. a month and a half ago but a large creator and i'm not saying any specific large creator i'm saying like in a in the royal sense of creators right will Mm -hmm. do something and then all of a sudden I start seeing it everywhere um a friend of mine posted about money bowls and now all I see anywhere is money bowls and like money bowls are great like I use them I think they're great like (laughs) was it me because I did a money bowl was it me am I the drama (laughs) uh no It wasn't you. It was somebody else. And your money bowl was not the same as their money bowl. Like you guys did it differently. And I've seen people copying their money bowl specifically. Um, And that's all I see now anywhere. And there's no, there's nothing wrong with that because um, when creators make content for you to absorb, right. Like it's meant for Mm -hmm. you to try and to do it. There's no shade and nothing wrong with people doing it, but it is a great example Mm. of the fact that just because somebody else is doing it doesn't mean you have to, maybe that doesn't resonate with you. Maybe that's something for you to put a pin in and come back to later. Um, like that, like using the money bowl as the example, it will still be there when you actually need it. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, like I, I, you know, I feel that, 
this has been a thing with like books and stuff like that. Like sometimes books or even social media doesn't leave room for like personal interpretation or people just mm-hmm. forget that they can put personal interpretation. So like they're adding herbs and stuff like that that doesn't necessarily like resonate with them like abundance. Like they're like, mm-hmm. oh, well, um, you know, chamomile doesn't really represent abundance to me. Um, it does for me, but me <laughs> you know, if it doesn't for like someone else, then I mean, that's valid. So then you find something that works for you. But I think like with social media, as I said, it's like that whole one size fits all approach. And I don't know. I just, I feel like if you're not making your practice your own, it's just, mm-hmm. it's, it's no good. <laughs> yeah. So my big thing, my big recommendation for people is mm-hmm. to remember that I, I know that in our community, words like manifest, for example, are kind of like go-to words that everybody uses. Um, and there's nothing wrong with doing manifestation <laughs> magic. No, there's nothing wrong with it. But I do it. We all do it. But simultaneously, you don't have to always be trying to get material things yes, or I agree physical with that. results. So sometimes in witchcraft or even just being a magical person in general, um, your practice can also be just simply connecting with, you know, spirit, spirit, the universe, um, your deities, yourself, like whatever, whatever your particular practice kind of is focused to, Mm -hmm. it can just be purely on, you know, that connection and exploring that connection and building that connection. And I'm going to say something and I need you to know that I cannot think of another phrase for right now. And I know that (laughs) I'm like, I'm cringing. And I know that there's probably people that are listening that are like, there's nothing wrong with that. And that's fine. But for me personally, I hate this term and Maria knows that and she's going to (laughs) laugh. I'm so excited. But you can also be doing it just to raise your vibrations, as it were. Yes. <laughs> I hate that expression. Um, it just is so corny to me. Um, just because you hate it doesn't mean doesn't it's mean not, it's not valid. Yeah, I know. I know. And you're right. Um, oh, but I hate it. I hate it. Just like the fucking affirmations that you love so much. I hate them. I love them. Give me them all. But just because I don't like them doesn't mean that it's not... A thousand percent perfectly fucking valid and true. So the point is, is that, you know, for example, I'm not going to speak um, for Maria on this, but for myself, I take a few minutes every morning and I'm lighting candles, I'm lighting incense, and I'm having that sort of moment where I'm sitting with spirit at my mm-hmm. altar. Mm-hmm. And that might be the only thing that's even remotely spell work related for a week or two for me. And you know what I mean? Magic isn't just constantly, constantly doing these spells and rituals day in and day out. Those rituals might boil down to much smaller things such Mm -hmm. as lighting a protection candle that you keep on your altar or lighting Mm -hmm. an offering candle, lighting incense, pouring a cup of coffee for whatever guides or deities that you work with. And there's a very big pressure that is put online for people to constantly be manifesting. Mm -hmm. And I actually think that if you're in a position where you feel as though you constantly have to manifest, you are actually not connecting on a spiritual level as much as 
maybe you think you are if that makes sense like you're asking for more stuff that you want instead of stuff that you need like yeah sometimes our needs are like scary things that we don't want to like go after because it's going to you know it's going to be a tower moment where you're right going to be like things are going to be messy for a while but you know that's part of growing spiritually and as a person yeah. And so and that for me is a really big one, like learning to just develop the relationship with yourself and your practice from like within mm-hmm. where it doesn't have some like material goal is mm-hmm. is a big one. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that is going to look different for everybody. That might be doing the sitting with spirit for a few minutes. That might be pulling a tarot card every day. That might be, you know, like I said, the protection candle. Your protection candle, mm-hmm. you're you're focusing on that and you're doing every single day. Um, it might be meditating or, you know what I mean? Like you ha- we have these personal sort of daily rituals um, yeah. that yeah, become a part like, of our practice. Yeah. And like to, you know, piggyback off what you said, like, you know, we hear all the time about, you know, you and I hear about all the time not having time to practice Mm -hmm. or just not having the energy to do so. And, you know, on one hand, like we have to understand that all of our schedules are different. Mm -hmm. You know, Robin and I do more magical things because it's part of our job, but Mm -hmm. most people don't have that luxury. I mean, I'm not saying what we do is by any means easy, but you know what I mean? I am. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, you might have a demanding job, little ones, or even like a chronic illness that prevents you from truly exploring your craft in a way that you wish to. And when it comes to this, you know, you aren't like any less of a witch if you um, if you use your actual free time to practice, you know, you want your practice to be a place of comfort and not become another chore to cross off your list. Mm -hmm. Now, like on the other hand, you know, there are many little ways to practice during the day. You know, exactly what you said that won't overwhelm you by like lighting a seven day candle that you've spelled for a specific purpose once a day, you know, leaving the offerings, doing the tarot card and all that, you know, I think practicing productive rest um occasionally is important now there's uh, uh, there's absolutely nothing wrong with like binge watching shows or like mindlessly scrolling tiktok sometimes but other other times you know we should like choose to turn off technology for a moment and instead like draw some tarot cards and meditate Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be mentally or physically strenuous um i don't know if anyone is like me yeah (laughs) Yeah, exactly. There and is I don't the, know if, like, there anyone's is the occasion, you know what I mean, where you do some really heavy magic or really heavy, like, ritual work, whatever, that will be mm-hmm. draining and exhausting. But that should be the occasion, not the every day. Exactly. Um, and that is definitely, like, occasional for me. Like, I, like performing spell work is... I do perform spell work when it's necessary. Mm-hmm. I'm not forcing myself to perform spell, like actual, like putting together a spell unless like I need to. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Um, and I actually think that that is a transparency that we as creators have to have, which is that mm-hmm. when you see a spell that I put on the internet, for example, mm-hmm. that is actually a, like a, a reproduction of a spell that I've yeah. done. 
I mm-hmm. have never and will never post a photo of a spell that is happening or is going to happen. They're example purposes. And while there might be a candle burning in the background that does involve actual spell work, um, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's never going to be the actual spell like that I'm doing at that time. And if I do post a spell that I have done, the spell is completed and finished. And you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not something that's a continuation. Does that make exactly. sense? No, that makes that 100% and sense. I, I think that I'm a lot of people way. see, yeah, a lot of people see people like you and I, for example, that mm-hmm. will be posting, let's say, spells quite often or magic stuff quite often, not realizing the the sort of truth of the matter, which is that that is a reproduction for like an educational purpose, not mm-hmm. to like show you something that is a that intimate, I guess you could say. Yeah, definitely. And even if like we do do that, I don't know about you, but like, um, as you said, I think that enough time has passed where I feel mm-hmm. okay with posting it. But, Same. Um, that's honestly rare that yeah, I do that. Most of same. my things are reproductions of spell work that I've performed and I have found successful and I mm-hmm. plan to share it with others. Absolutely. Um, um, and I yeah. think that that is maybe something that isn't talked about enough. And I, mm-hmm. you know, I take responsibility in part for that, that I haven't like disclaimered those things. I thought it was obvious, but simultaneously you have people that express the fact that, you know, oh, I wish... I wish I could do that. And it's like, I am not doing that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, Yeah, honestly, like recording like a reel and stuff like that, like your, your, you know, attention is on creating the reel. Right. It takes the magic right out of spell work when you're videotaping it. 100%. It's just, it's a lot of i don't know you would be distracted and you can't be distracted during spell work like that um Um, yeah i agree i was trying to think of what else i should say about that because i i feel like that needs to be emphasized oh i remembered now what i was gonna say you guys first of all mom brain is real okay i had that baby (laughs) just all thoughts went right out of my brain i swear a part of my brain was removed (laughs) yeah Uh, i went into your child (laughs) (laughs) but what i will say is that i do think that people should be doing something for their practice every single day and i'd like to say that with like like that isn't the complete sentence (laughs) yeah like the whole mindful like being productive productive rest like yeah yeah because i i've heard people say say similar things online that you should be doing something for your practice every single day and the feedback that has been kind of given is that it's perceived at least as it could be ableist right and Mm -hmm. what i it's it's piggybacking off what we just said which is that doing something for your practice every day isn't doing a spell every day it isn't doing you know Mm -hmm. it isn't it could be something very, very simple, including taking 30 seconds to inv- – let's say you're you're somebody who is a spoonie and you don't have the physical ability to do a lot of things, let's say, and you're mm-hmm. having a low spoons day. Doing something like envisioning the lesser uh, banishing ritual, right, is mm-hmm. still doing something. 
Now, maybe you aren't physically holding an athame and doing it, but that when we're, when we're talking about doing something for yourself every day, it it's it's being put in the subjective context person to person on what you're able to do. And therefore, that's going to look different for every single person. Um, exactly. When I'm having like a bad pain day, even me, like... <laughs> I know your favorite, but just like saying like an affirmation to myself uh, and, you know, practicing uh, shadow work, <laughs> like sorry, actually I had a little bit of phlegm <laughs> in the back of my throat and how disgusting that word is. Anyway, continue. <laughs> but actually letting myself feel upset, you know, that I am hurting and stuff like that. That's spiritual to me because I'm not like holding anything back. And as part of me stepping into my power and being like, this is it. This is my body. And, you know, I'm handling it like I'm facing it like spirituality mm-hmm. and like being magical looks different for everybody. Um, so yeah. just doing something that makes you the mm-hmm. witch feel personally magical will help your practice, however small it might be during your day. I will say, if you are able, something that I was given advice. Actually, I think I think it was you who gave me this advice. Maybe it was Temp. One of you two. One of you <laughs> oh, gave no. me this advice no, a few years ago. We're going to be confused together. This is so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> We are one mega android. Um, uh, one of you gave me advice a couple years ago, which was read for five to ten minutes every day. And that doing that and trying to make the conscious effort, even if that reading was reading an article or a mm-hmm. opinion piece that somebody shared, something like that. That mm-hmm. has helped me as a practitioner in such a major way because Mm-hmm. It does it five minutes when you get in the habit of it is like it goes by super quick and you it add does. up those and then five you keep minutes. reading yeah and then you <laughs> add up those five minutes and you know in a month you read an hour or whatever and I know it's not a lot but when you're just trying to get yourself into that practice if you manage the five minutes every single day you're gonna find that it's really gonna help you and mm-hmm. You'll have days, like Maria said, where you keep reading. <laughs> um, yeah. And on it, like, I find it very helpful, like, as part of that thing, like, turning off your phone just for, mm-hmm. like, 10 Or even just, just setting it down and walking away from it. <laughs> I actually, I have, <laughs> the past month, I give my phone to my wife and I'm like, just take it from me. Go hide it somewhere and just, just take it just so I'll have that. And I've been doing more tarot readings for myself. Mm-hmm. I've been, um, I don't know, just doing like more witchy stuff. And I feel like a lot more fulfilled and stuff. And that's just like part of, you know, stepping away from social media too, for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, I really think, I know we've said this so many times, but I really think that taking some nuance on what, practices look like online versus what they actually are is super important because every yeah. person I know that posts mm-hmm. spell work online, um, they are reproductions of the actual thing that they're doing to educate mm-hmm. you, not in a sense of this is what I am doing right now every day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. And to kind of like, talk about like you mentioned reading and stuff like that um 
I also think like picking a learning style that works best for us individually is like very important. Uh, like I know many witches who are ADD or ADHD who literally cannot sit down and read a book. You know, <laughs> someone who is diagnosed with ADD myself, I fall into that group. But luckily, you know, I have good days where I'm able to do so with little no issue. But on the bad days, you know, audiobooks all the way or even like turning on YouTube to listen audiobooks to an actual fucking underrated and i feel like a lot of people forget they exist and don't utilize them and they should be exactly and you know there's a lot of knowledgeable witches out there and um when listening to audiobooks for someone who has add i find multitasking with another thing while listening to an audiobook helps me with focusing nothing like strenuous but something i can mindlessly do with my hands as i listen like clean or whatever and I know like some people get more out of classes too than books. Like there's so many amazing ones out there that even by authors whose books you probably want to read, but can't sit down long enough to focus on them. I think of it, at, you know, just think of it as all the money you are saving on books can be put towards taking a quarterly class or something, you know, love finding- quarterly classes. I was actually looking yeah. at some myself yesterday. <gasps> Me too. Oh, maybe we'll take one together. <sighs> Oh my gosh, we'll talk about it. Yeah, after. We'll talk about this after. <laughs> Study group. Oh, this is so cute. <laughs> but yeah, it just uh, I hope I hope these are helpful tips for you guys and I I really think that the big thing is like I said, developing that relationship in your practice for just sitting mm-hmm. with spirit and doing something mindful every single day for your practice even if that something is envisioning like I said, like the lesser banishing ritual or something like that. I know Mm -hmm. that that is maybe not something that the internet is going to go, well, that's not real. Like we're keeping things realistic here while simultaneously still doing something every day. Mm -hmm. And I think like, you know, the most important thing any witch can do in order to have a thriving practice is to be kind to ourselves. You know, we're all trying to figure things out. Our practices change from time to time. We all go through mm-hmm. ebbs and flows. Remember why you started. You know, mm-hmm. most of us start because we found something that deeply resonates with us that, you know, helped us connect with our inner selves. And I think like going back to that helps you um, find your love for it if you are struggling and yeah you know everyone's way too hard on themselves they're so mean to themselves like so so mean mean. y'all need to need to learn to like be a little bit nicer to yourselves and remember that just because there's angry people on the internet that want to yell at you um (laughs) that doesn't mean that necessarily you're doing anything wrong and we're yes and we're speaking from experience (laughs) literally literally (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how anybody can ever be mean to me. I am cute as shit, but you know what? They sure tried. (laughs) So, Maria, what's stirring your cauldron this week? Oh, I miss that voice. (laughs) Make my toes tingle. Mm. Anyways, so 
I've been loving a lot of herbalism discussion I've seen on like reels, Instagram, TikTok videos, whatever, like especially mm-hmm. from creators like Michelle from Twig and Feather. And I, I find it just, I know, I love her too. We need to have her back online. <laughs> We should. Michelle, just, if you're listening to yeah. this, this is a formal invitation. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, herbal work is like a big part of my craft and like my wellness routine. And it's just like so amazing to see many people are sharing their knowledge with others. Mm-hmm. It has made me like really want to buckle down and take an actual herbalism class <laughs> instead of like just reading just reading books about it because that's all I've Mm -hmm. had and now I do want to say like if you are also you know enjoying like all these herbalism herbalism videos and stuff like that um I think it's important to remember is not the creator's job to inform you of all the side effects you know her some herb side effects sound like they could have like that mile long list like they have in drug commercials here in the states Mm -hmm. and you know creators can't fit that in a three minute video video and it's up to us the viewer to do our own due diligence and ask our doctors about the pieces of shit let me tell you (laughs) you know (laughs) just ask your doctors about the herb that you were taking or even look up the side effects yourself and some herbs can even mess with like medications um so it's very important to look that up as well but regardless i just i always feel like that's very important to talk about whenever when we talk about herbalism mm-hmm. but i just it's so interesting i love learning about all the different health properties of herbs and it's when you also like take herbalism um, learn herbalism in that way you can actually apply it to spell work like on discord we were talking about um hawthornberry mm-hmm. um and part of its medical properties is that it helps treat heart failure and i put that into my magical practice as help mending a broken heart um, that's how I personally correspond with it. it but it's also its correspondences does deal with love regardless but um but yeah like it's just I love that side of TikTok and stuff like that and I could watch it all day really good 10 out of 10 I love that <laughs> So, Robin, what is not stirring your cauldron right now? That was really good. <laughs> Thank you, Flemmy. So it's like that Phoebe Buffet moment of being Flemmy and singing Smelly Cat and it being like a hit. <laughs> smelly Cat, Smelly Cat. Um, so this is what's stirring my cauldron. Um, and I would like to preface this with the fact that I think that people are being really well-intended when they do this. So this isn't like... Mm-hmm to be rude like this isn't to be disparaging or rude to anybody but lately I keep finding myself on threads and story boosts etc where people are using me as an example of a POC creator because I am half Mexican however I got all my dad's phenotypical characteristics I am white skinned I have blue eyes I was a ginger at one point in my life Um, And so while I am a mixed race person, I am not a person of color and I get Mm -hmm. all of the privileges that come with being white. (laughs) Um, And so what's not stirring my cauldron is 
the fact that some people are, while while well intended, are actually using um, using up a space on me that they should be using to promote somebody who is a person of color. Um, I'm trying to. I just like. I don't want to. I don't want to sound like I am ungrateful for people wanting to share this you know share me because of this um because i am grateful and i know that it's really well intended but i i just feel like it should be better utilized for somebody who maybe is a smaller creator who is a person of color like i am mixed race but i am white passing to the highest degree and i get a lot of fucking privilege for that and i don't want to take up a space that could go to somebody who maybe is a little bit more deserving um than me of that so well, I appreciate it. What's not stirring my cauldron this week is that. Because you know what I mean? It's just I feel like I'm taking up a space that should go to somebody else. And that doesn't yeah. feel very fair. <laughs> uh, I also well, I feel love like... that you're mentioning it. I don't feel like it's fair. It's and I feel like... to talk about. Yeah. It, I do have a lot of privilege. I have all almost all the white privilege (laughs) um my culture is still very much hispanic and culturally i am very much so a mexican um and i'm very proud of it and i'm very proud of like my family and where we're from and all that um but that doesn't negate the fact that i should not be grouped in with people that are people of color because i'm fucking white (laughs) um and that that space should be going to somebody who is and while i appreciate it like i said and I don't want anyone to feel like they've done something wrong or anything like that because they haven't. Um, no, knowledge give it to is somebody, power. Yeah. Like, give yeah, it to somebody it's who your is, boundary. Yeah, give it to somebody who is um, more deserving of that. Um, give it to a small creator that you really like. That is a, you know, POC creator. They deserve it. Give them a shout. I've got enough clout, guys. <laughs> I don't need it. And it should be going to somebody who does and somebody who fits the description a little bit better than me. <laughs> so thank you very much. But yeah, let's pass the torch to actual POC creators because your girl is very white passing. <laughs> I've got blue eyes for Christ's sake. <laughs> I've got uh, skin that burns when I don't wear SPF for more than five minutes. So we call it porcelain. <laughs> yes, it is angelic. It's vampiric, even. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I do appreciate. It. I really want to emphasize that I really do appreciate it, and I know that it's really well intended. And like, I see you, and I appreciate it. But let's instead boost somebody who is actually a person of color. Um, who's going to need it a little bit more than me. So thank you. <laughs> but let's do that. <laughs> if you have just joined us this week, again, welcome to Coffee and Cauldrons, the greatest podcast on earth. <laughs> uh, but that being, so said, <laughs> that being said um every week we talk about creators that we are loving right now this could be shops photographers artists social media accounts uh books etc that maria and i are just digging at the moment these are things that we find organically on our own and this is not a space for paid ads don't ask us to fucking be on here if you send us a fucking email that's like oh i, I love your podcast can I? you don't listen we know you don't listen 
you're a dick. Anyway, <laughs> and if you do listen and you think that you're special, man, shut up. That's stupid. Anyway, <laughs> that being said, Maria. Yes. Who are you loving right now? So I'm actually loving my friend's shop, Transcended Trinkets. And it's like a bone and jewelry shop. And she also makes candles. But the bone jewelry is gorgeous. Like, it's so pretty. And she just, she does an amazing job. Like, her jewelry, like, I've seen it in person. And it's just so well made and so beautiful. Like, 10 out of 10. Yeah, these are stunning. And the How candles is this the first that time you have brought this to my attention, madame? You guys, <laughs> Maria should have brought this to my attention before, so let's cancel her ass. This girl's the devil. <laughs> In a good way. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I really, I appreciate their craftsmanship. It's very beautiful. It's so 10. beautiful. In the yeah, candles. No, the I'm candles are so good. So in love. What's good? The candles? Yes. Okay. Like, I'm gonna live so laugh good. my I'm gonna live laugh love my way into pissing my husband <laughs> off. Oh no. <laughs> uh, I'm not dropping it we, in season you three. You said it twice this uh, podcast. <laughs> I am not dropping it. I thought about it and I was like, I should drop it. But I think no. Live Laugh Loving is <laughs> the season three go-to that's what everybody's gonna be saying i'm bringing it back guys um <laughs> before this season is over you're all gonna have decal stickers on your walls that say live laugh love and you'll be thinking of me so <laughs> we'll all start saying it unironically i Anyways. know <laughs> i love that love for you <laughs> i am loving a shop called gems for ashes um mm. they came up on my page randomly somebody liked them that i follow but i like them now <laughs> it's a jewelry company and it does they mm. do like silver jewelry with gems and crystals in it but I, what i really mm-hmm. like is they have these crystals that are like either transparent or semi-transparent they're like cut gemstones and behind it they have like engraved or stamped i don't know like i'm not a jewelry person but they've like you know stamped designs behind the crystal on the silver Mm -hmm. does that make sense it's beautiful yeah so fucking pretty and like just absolutely stunning 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 i'm a huge fan of this stuff i'd like to get a couple pieces i don't wear silver myself but they have a piece that is done with mexican fire opal which is one of my favorite stones and i would like it (laughs) i would would like it so I will never yeah. wear it because I don't wear silver jewelry, but I would like to own it and look at it and go, ooh, pretty. I know. I also like faceted, um, what's it called? Uh, Labrador, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so pretty. Oh, my God. So, so pretty. So, yeah, that's who I'm loving right now. I really wish I wore silver sometimes, but I'm allergic to it. <laughs> really yeah uh anything that has I just don't any wear amount it of it doesn't nickel, go with my skin tone <laughs> anything that has any amount of nickel in it it like inflames my i, I get like blisters mm, no thanks yeah like i'll wear it like I, like I have a couple of silver pieces that i wear on like 
like white gold chains or something. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I really don't like wearing it for that reason. And I don't like wearing white gold because you have to get it like treated semi-regularly and that is way too much hassle for my lazy ass so i wear yellow gold <laughs> no for one has time for that who has the time <laughs> to bring their jewelry into a jeweler and be like kenya can you dip People my white assistance. gold god i want an assistant <laughs> me i'm now too. taking applications for an assistant everyone i can't pay you but i will be your friend and i will consensually <laughs> kiss you so think about mm. that <laughs> You can't just get my kisses anywhere. That doesn't like it's going to be a suit at all. Like, no <laughs> one's going to get sued. <laughs> I feel like this is the start of, like, every sexual harassment case ever. And then she told me she would only pay me in kisses. And that they had to be consensual. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we hope that you guys enjoyed this episode and that you will join us again on friday february the 4th for our second episode of season three you can keep an eye out on our instagram or on our twitter you can follow us on coffeeandcauldrons.com to find all of our social medias and for more information or even better, you can join us on our Discord tier, which is First Coven on Patreon, so we can answer your questions next time in our part two. And if you're loving Coffee and Cauldrons, please take a moment to review us on Apple Podcasts and now on Spotify. Yay! So, yeah. <laughs> You'll even get to hear our lovely, sexy, sensual voices for an additional 30-minute episode-ish uh, for being on our Patreon casting tier and up so again this is coffee and cauldrons with robin from at a tired witch on instagram and i'm maria from at maria the arcane on instagram all right ready yes <laughs> we're gonna start the season off strong <laughs> okay <laughs> one, one two, two three, three. Must be the season of the witch. Bing, 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 bing. See, I told you I'd do it. You're all welcome. That's our new intro. You win. Bing, 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 bing. Ooh.